Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts. In this podcast, we'll talk about digital currencies issued by central banks. We'll look at the different design choices and examine the potential benefits and risks of such cryptocurrencies. Want to know more? Stay with us. Soon, carrying a few coins in your pocket or wallet will be an act of the past. You bet. And as people abandon cash for other online tap-and-pay or contactless forms of payment and cryptocurrencies continue their explosive growth, central banks have begun to explore the possibility of issuing digital currencies themselves. Now, there are several ways of doing this. Central bank digital currencies could be limited to transactions between banks. They could be issued as a new digital means of payment to the general public and coexist with bank money and cash. Or banks could opt for a more hybrid solution. They could also be account or token-based, with both options having advantages and disadvantages. Although at the moment, account-based systems are generally viewed as more secure. So what would be the main benefits and risks of central bank digital currencies? One of the potential benefits of such currencies is that they could alleviate the problem of concentration of the payments infrastructure, as well as its vulnerability to loss of confidence. But there are more. Here's Angelos Delevorias from the European Parliamentary Research Service. Indeed, many other potential advantages have been identified by researchers and academia. For example, they could execute payments quicker and cheaper. They could discourage illicit activity in the shadow economy by increasing payments transparency. They could spur competition in the payments industry. And finally, they could reduce the problem of banks being too big to fail. This is based on the idea that if many households and firms used central bank digital currencies rather than deposits for their own transactions, the social costs of a bank failure would be lower. Central bank digital currencies could also help preserve the EU's sovereignty over transactions in the face of global stable coins such as the Libra project. And they could also contribute to financial stability, given that the general public's direct access to a risk-free asset could remove the incentive for depositors to flee in times of crises. Now, what are the main criticisms? Critics of central bank digital currencies range from those who simply question the need for such currencies altogether to those who point out the risks, and these are manifold. Such currencies could amplify the international spillover effects of shocks. They could also curtail the autonomy of less powerful economies in their monetary policy, and even substitute their domestic currency in payments and financial transactions. Another concern is that central bank digital currencies could facilitate tax avoidance or a loss of domestic oversight capabilities. They could also limit the variety of payment instruments available to households, create undesired volatility in exchange rates and put banks' deposit bases under threat. To find out more about the potential risks, we spoke with Guntram Wolof, German economist and director of Bruegel, a renowned think tank specialized in economic affairs. I think the real worry of a digital currency, a central bank digital currency, is of course that um, the uh, um, depositors would shift out of banks and into into the digital uh, currency, central bank digital currency, 
and thereby undermine financial stability, meaning uh, undermine the stability of the banking system as banks risk losing um, uh, their deposit base um, uh, to the detriment of um, large holdings of central bank digital currency. I think that is a very serious risk. The ECB takes that risk um, very seriously. Despite the risks, central banks around the world are toying with the possibility of issuing their own digital currencies for several years. In 2015, for example, the Dutch central bank experimented with a coin called the Ducaton, which was based on decentralized ledger technology. And the Netherlands was not alone in this. Similar experiments were conducted in Canada, Singapore and Hong Kong. And other countries such as Sweden and the US are quite advanced in their research. And in China, the digital yuan is currently being tested through pilot programs in different Chinese economic regions. So what's happening in Europe? After months of studying the possibility of issuing a digital euro, which would complement cash and wholesale central bank deposits, the European Central Bank decided in July 2021 to launch the investigation phase of a digital euro project. The investigation phase will last two years and aims to address key issues of design and distribution. To the ECB, the digital euro must be able to meet the needs of Europeans while at the same time helping to prevent illicit activities and avoiding any negative impact on financial stability and monetary policy. Here's the president of the European Central Bank, Christine Lagarde. At the European Central Bank, we believe that we should be ready and have the technology available in order to respond to uh, customer demands. If customers prefer to use digital currency rather than have banknotes and cash available, it should be available. And we should respond to that demand and make sure that we have a solution that is European-based, that is secure, that is uh, available under friendly terms, that can be used as a mean of payment at reasonable terms as well, and does not jeopardize the whole banking system. However, according to Guntram Wolof from Bruegel, it is still not clear what the real advantages of a digital euro for citizens and businesses would be. The potential advantages of a digital euro for citizens and businesses are controversially debated and um, actually not quite as clear as uh, some uh, might think, especially in our quite developed um, financial systems where digital payments have become already widespread. So I think the main advantages maybe in international um, transfers, international uh, payments, um, and uh, and also in um, uh, smart contract. But I think there's still a lot of work to really clarify um, how they would differ. The ECB project will also need to clarify which legal changes may be needed and assess the possible impact of a digital euro on the market. The decision on whether to issue digital euros will only be taken later. And rest assured, in any event, a digital euro will only complement cash, not replace it. Want to know more? Check out Angelos Delivorias' briefing on the EPRS website. This is a European Parliamentary Research Service podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>